Welcome to the Two Peas Podcast, where two very different people compare and contrast their top fives on a variety of topics. I'm Steph. And I'm Alex. This week's episode is covering top five favorite websites. Websites. Ooh, ever heard of a website, Steph? As a matter of fact, I have. You have. That's because you live in the modern era. Technology websites, right? Sure. This episode was uh, <laughs> was uh, actually suggested by our guest on the last episode, Pinata Time. Feel free to shoot us your uh, suggestions over at the Two Piece Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Steph's looking at me funny because we just said let's not mention Instagram and Twitter right at the beginning, and then here I go mentioning. No, it. here's the true story that what actually happened <laughs> was that I did a quick run through before we got started because I always fumble my <laughs> words, and I said, "I said hi, I'm, I'm Steph. I'm Alex." And follow us at the T. And he goes, no, 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 no. We don't want to start so listen, with asking them to follow listen. us. And he just, and then he just did okay, it. Okay, listen. It's different when. No. You, no, no, listen. No. No, listen. No. Please listen to me. Please. <laughs> We're getting heated early. Um, it. I always don't really know until you start going through it. Right. Once you start recording, then you're ready to go. I can make my guesses. You know, that's not when we do it. But yeah, we do it. So you can criticize me whenever you want. But when we actually start recording, then whatever happens, happens. And it's fine. Precisely. (laughs) Okay. So Steph, speaking (laughs) of websites, so happy to be doing this with you as always. Um, But but like I was saying, though, please give us suggestions if you want to give us any sort of top fives or, or give us your top fives on the topics we already cover. Because um, we could pick yours next. You so. can also, yeah, suggest new topics for us. Uh, just comment on a post or whatever. Yeah. It's totally fine. We'll see it, and we will put it in the hat. So at the end of every episode, we pull a random topic for the next one. And we'll give you a shout-out if yours is picked. So, um, Steph, we were t- speaking of websites. Before we get into this, you were mentioning a website you used to frequent as a, as a youngin. Yeah, do you remember Club Penguin? Club Penguin. <laughs> I never used it, but I am familiar with I Club played Penguin. on Club Penguin. I don't remember how old I was. Did that Was I in middle school during that? I think it was middle school time frame. Probably. So Probably middle school. It yeah. was fun. You had the igloos, and it was sort of scary because it was the first game I was allowed to play with, like, online. So well, if yeah. you remember Club Penguin, it was like you were a penguin, and you got to wear different little accessories and stuff and and like there was a town and a city or i don't know yeah, i'm assuming penguins too you, and i said you're a penguin oh yeah okay so you say penguin i say penguin 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 you're saying penguin with an i penguin there's no i okay in penguin well, well there is at the end uh, so okay. anyway so all right so i was you were wrong but that's fine <laughs> man i've been um, wrong twice today <laughs> no <laughs> it's no. only been three minutes <laughs> it's a not a not a new record but. no you're right um, not quite. Um, I'm kidding. So anyway, it was the first the first game I was allowed to play um, with other people that was just online, were random people. So it was kind of scary because, you know, you're always taught about like internet safety and like don't talk to strangers and don't yeah. talk to people online that you don't know. So it felt so almost wrong. Well, yeah. To play it. But I liked it. It was well fun. in a similar <laughs> vein. My early days were uh, were RuneScape. RuneScape fans rejoice. Old school RuneScape, that is. See, I never played that. That was like a medieval kind of genre MMORPG sort of game. Kind of mm. like World of Warcraft oh. that sort of style. I mean, Club Penguin is basically like this a similar and, you know, it's an online you play with other people sort of thing. Um, people would always like make boyfriends and girlfriends on there. Oh, yeah, they did that on Club Penguin too. Did you ever have one? No, I didn't. You never had a 
Club Penguin boyfriend? No, I did promise? Yes, I promise. I don't know. There's this weird Are twinkle you in her eye. Like she's Are you jealous? A, not jealous, but I feel like she's reminiscing about, oh, ah, Pat, the guy Pat. in the Club Penguin that I'll, that I'll never get to see again. Oh, my god. His name is Pat. Okay, well. <laughs> okay, well. I don't know about that. Maybe maybe I knew a Pat. I don't know who he, knows. I don't know who. I've never Enough known. of that. Let us know uh, <laughs> in the comments on whatever you're listening to or on social media if you played any of those sorts of games growing up. Or now, if you're a WoW player or if you're a RuneScape person still or any other sort of MMORPG, let me know. Let us know. What's WoW? World of Warcraft. Oh. <laughs> well, you clearly. She's clearly never played it. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Uh, clearly. That's not the first time I've been called that, so it's fine. Oh, stop. All right. Well, I guess we're ready to get into this top five favorite websites. So I'm kind of excited to hear what yours are. I feel like I know your most, I feel like I know your most frequented websites, but I don't know for a fact that those would be your favorite websites. I know what you mean. So I'm I'm excited to hear. I'm curious what yours are too, because when we first discussed the topic, I kind of already knew, and you were—you seemed a little concerned. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to have a top five. So I'm interested to see. Oh, I got a top five. Okay. Well, I'm excited. Who goes I first? I had a top seven. I had to narrow it down. Oh, boy. I only so. got five. No no honorable mentions. I do have others on here, but I don't even... I think you're going to guess mine. I don't think I know yours. I really don't think I know. Uh, well, I think that tells you something, doesn't it? I know one of them, for sure. Well, I know one of yours, for sure, too. Well... So I think we'll find okay, out. Okay, stop. We'll find stop. out. Let's just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See, this is what we do. We argue about it. And then, and then we have to be like, no, stop. Save it for the podcast. Well, we've also, I will say, we do have some information to provide, too, because we do like to learn things along the way. So we'll be sharing some interesting facts or origin stories about um, how, because I'm assuming some of these websites will be pretty popular and how they have come to be. So always fun to learn. So who's up? Am I up or are you up? You. I'm up. She knew. Okay. Well, my number five is a... Pretty common, pretty well-known website. Okay. In fact, according to Wikipedia, um, it has net sales close to, sorry, hold on, in 2020 made $386 billion approximately in revenue. Okay. Wow. This website is Amazon. Okay. Classic, standard choice, I understand. Um, Amazon, right? So Amazon, I love it for many reasons. I remember the, ma- I, I love it for many I remember reasons. the magic, like what was it in the late 2000s, early 2010s? And it was like, Hey, Hey, get prime and you can get your things delivered in two days. Oh yeah. When it was brand new. That was a huge deal. And as someone like me who doesn't like to go shopping, oh my gosh, it wasn't that long ago where I wanted some Skittles, and I wanted them bad. Oh, no. And you know what I did? You ordered them from Amazon. I ordered a 28-pack of Skittles. It, had an, it was technically a 36-pack. It had 28 bags of Skittles and eight things of Starburst. And it, for like 18 bucks or something on, on Amazon, and I got that, and I ate it all in four days. He texted me. He said, I just, he said, I just did something bad. I did. It was very <laughs> bad. And then what I did with the food was very bad, too. I ate that too quick. But oh, my God. Goodness, I loved it. And you can't, you couldn't do that otherwise. You could go to the store and, 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 you know, but who wants to go to the store when you can sit on your butt, wait a day, and then get it? It's incredible. So 
Anyway, I want to give a little bit of information so about anyway. Amazon here. So this is also from Wikipedia. Amazon was founded by Jeff Bezos from his garage in Bellevue, Washington, in July 5th, 1994. Now, do you know, Steph, what I can do that, obviously, without even reading it, really, but what Amazon started out as? Um, selling books. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Initially an online marketplace for books. It has expanded into a multitude of product categories. Um, Amazon is the leading e-retailer in the U.S. with net sales amounting to close to $386 billion as of 2020. That's stats from Statista. So that's, I mean, no surprise that it's a leading e-retailer. It's Amazon, for goodness sake. But it's my favorite because I definitely frequent it a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's a staple in our lives, right? And in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we recently took our first hiking trip. We're getting into hiking a little bit. And what did I do? I got my shoes off of Amazon. Hmm. Right? So, like... You did. Yep. I did all my research on there. It's great. It's great for the consumer. Great for the seller. Everybody wins. And their customer service is incredible. That is true. So not many companies have great customer service, but they really do. Are you impressed that I knew the answer to your question? Yes, I am. I'm glad. Especially since you're a Nook girl, not a Kindle girl. Well, I, back wonder, in those days. I wonder why I knew the answer. Wink, wink. Do you have... What? Oh, well, this is this is one of her numbers. <laughs> there might be some crossover here, but anyway, that's my number I five. Can, I can uh, neither confirm nor deny well, that accusation. Well, I guess we'll see when we get there, and we'll skip <laughs> I it. Know. <laughs> well, I will skip it. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Okay. Well, Amazon. Honest. Okay, I have some things to say about Amazon. Was it Amazon? Amazon. Amazon. Amazing. I like Amazon. Okay. It sounds like. Did you order that off of Amazon? No. Like your fancy pants? Yes, I get a fancy pants. All right. Anyway, um, I'm going to save my my um, Amazon Amazon details for... For your number. For when I talk about okay, it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. But I'm not telling you which number it is. That's fine. Okay. It's four. Okay. Well, is it? <laughs> I'm totally guessing. Well, you're wrong. Okay. This go on. What's your number five? Okay. My number five is Barnes and Nobles. Oh. Barnes and Noble. There's no S on Nobles. Book related. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you just said I'm a Nook girl. Yeah. Interesting. That's Barnes and Noble. Oh, Barnes and Noble owns Nook? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Amazon owns Kindle. Right. I knew that. So Barnes and Noble is Nook. I had no idea. That's cool. I had no idea. Well, now you do. That's Thanks why we're learning me. today. I love it when you mock me. I know you do. Um, so I, I love Barnes & Noble, mostly because um, I, as Alex said earlier, I'm a Nook girl. So I have a Nook, and I love it. I mean, you don't get me wrong. I like holding the actual physical book in my hand. I, I do enjoy that, and I like seeing the progress as you go through it and then being excited when you're halfway done, and then as you get closer and closer to the end and the, the pages in your left hand get heavier and heavier, you know, you start getting more and more sad because you're like, oh, it's almost oh over. The passion in your voice Is right gonna now. it going to end? Should I leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and anyway, so I enjoy that, but I really do like the Nook because – it just gives you access to book to books so quickly. Like you buy them on the device and you download them right there. So if you decide like, what do I want to read tonight? I'm kind of interested in this. Or if you finish 
oh gosh, when I was younger and there were series that I loved to read and I would finish the, the book and I wouldn't have the next one yet. And I'd have to be oh. like, oh, I have to wait until Friday to go to, the, to Barnes and Noble and buy it. Right? That's a long waiting. That's a long time to wait. I mean, I didn't I didn't order anything from Amazon. Okay. I didn't wasn't a member back then when I was in middle school. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just really I really love the easy access that like Nook provides. Yeah. And it's a great place Makes to sense. store, right? I can travel with this tiny little device and have like seven books, more books than that, but like seven actively reading books on it. Whereas like if I brought all those books that's you need a bookshelf carry in your car. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. You, so. you can't do a car bookshelves. No. It doesn't work like that. No, you can't. Anyway, so a little bit of history about Barnes & Noble. Um, in 1971, bookseller uh, Leonard Riggio, I think that's how you say his last name, acquired the Barnes & Noble trade name and flagship bookstore in Manhattan, merging it with his own thriving bookselling business. Within a few years, he had grown the Barnes & Noble Fifth Avenue store in New York City into the world's largest bookstore with 150,000 textbook and trade titles. Um, throughout the 70s and 80s, the company made numerous acquis acquisitions, adding new bookstores throughout the country in 87 they made it their largest acquisition in da and in dash 797 retail bookstores and in dash so what about the website i don't know if though? that's a typo this is from barnesandnobles.com but what about the website this is just about the the stores well that's what that's the history i got <laughs> so nothing about the website no I, there's not anything to tell about the website well that's what it's about though it's through... not about barnes and noble it's about the website there it's your favorite website. It's not favorite not places to shop. Reading. I'm not done reading my history. Okay, I'm sorry. In 2001, the company purchased Sparknotes. Okay. <laughs> in 2000, we just had like a stare down. In yep. 2001, the company purchased Sparknotes.com, a leading study aids website. And 2003, Sterling Publishing, which had been operating for more than half a century and had a deep library title in print. So lots of things that happened with Barnes & Noble. So Sparknote... Isn't that the yeah. place you'd go to get like, yep. like you know, Cliff Notes yep. stuff? Well, that's for Cliff school. Notes. I think it's called Cliff Notes, but I think Spark Notes was a thing too. I remember that. But I'm giving. By the way, Steph, you know I'm just giving you a hard time about the whole Barnes Notes because I know it's still a website you go to, and that's why it's your number. Well, five. I just went over. So the importance of the website to me is that it's easy access to books. You can buy books, put them on your Nook, easy peasy, boom, lemon done. squeezy, right? I, there, I, there's no history to the website. It's more, it's a website that gives you access to products from a specific business. Right. Right. So you don't go to Amazon in a store and shop, right? That, that's the difference. Yep. So. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get it. Do you have any feedback um, besides criticism? Well, I don't have any feedback about the website. <laughs> I have feedback about Barnes & Noble, but that's not really what this is about. So I can't really say much about it, I guess. Have um, you ever been on their website? I have never. I do. I will quickly say that I love being at a Barnes and Noble. Love going to the bookstore. Love it. Because so. you like you like physical book much more than a right digital. Correct. I do. Yeah. I'll probably never get them on my iPad or get a Kindle or anything like that. But I do understand the convenience, and I have nothing against them. I totally get it. Well, um, I would hope you don't have anything against them. You know, I got a lot against them. I changed my mind. Here's my number four. Okay. <laughs> She's just like, oh. okay, is he gonna go or? What is it? What's your number four? My number four is a little website. It's also a place where you can buy things. 
So we're not leaving that category quite yet. And this almost was number five instead, but I thought, you know, I actually, I may not visit this website as much, but I, lo- but I do like it more than Amazon. Okay. And that is Redbubble. Oh. You know about Redbubble. I think I introduced you to it. Yeah, and I bought you a mask during COVID off of it. You did, that Animal Crossing one. And I bought you your favorite Beetle socks. That's right. Off of it. The George socks. Um, so Redbubble is a website that's really um, creator heavy. So it's a place, it's a great place where um, designers and artists can put their art on t-shirts, mugs, uh, anything. posters, anything. anything. But the thing that I love about it, I'm not a creator on there. I'm a consumer. But what I love about it is that the people who cr- you can find, who create on there, create everything. Super niche topics, like anything's there. It's That's what I love about it. It makes it feel like anything I want to search up is there. Like these really rare, weird video games from the 90s that I love that weren't popular. They have shirts about them because somebody out there made it. Somebody liked them. Right. And, and I, so, and for example, I usually just get shirts through them. Because that's primarily what they're known for. How long has it been? I think the last shirt that you bought was the Mario Sunshine shirt. I didn't buy that. That was a gift from you. Oh, I bought you that. Mm-hmm. I, hmm. The and you said, time... have you ever, have you, do you know about Redbubble? Well, I introduced you to it, yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't bought something from it probably about a year and a half, two years. It's what was the while. last thing you bought from it? Uh, uh, a Gomez shirt. Okay. It's been a couple years, though. But anyway... Um, love it so much just really for that reason makes it feel like they're catering to me which is really cool and there's other people out there that have kind of what you know want i think my sister got the uh me a zelda ocarina of time mug but very that moo moo uh-huh moo moo milk or the, whatever the, the it was lawn, called the, the lawn lawn milk sorry oh, lawn, lawn milk. <laughs> what's moo moo milk i don't i don't like we need to dig into that anymore <laughs> but anyway really cool um red bubble was born so this is from uh from red bubble's website itself Okay. Redbubble was born in 2006 in Melbourne, Australia. The dream was simple. Give independent artists a meaningful way to sell their creations. Today, we connect over 700,000 artists and designers across the planet with millions of passionate fans. A brave and, dare we say, stylish new world of self-expression, which I think is a great way to explain it. Because really, you can express express yourself wherever you want. It's on there. If you, if, I, I, I truly encourage anybody who's listening. So go to Redbubble. If you're looking for that shirt and you love, say you love that, everything. that anime show, but you really like that character that nobody talks about and they're only in three episodes. Somebody made a shirt about it. It's super cool. Redbubble. That's my favorite website. Or yeah. not my favorite, my number four favorite website. Yes. Redbubble. So it is the color red and then bubble. bubble. When, I, when you introduced that to me, I was like, what is he saying? Right, it's weird. Red I could, bubble. I couldn't yep. figure out like what you were saying. Like, how do you spell that? And then I'm I, saying what it sounds like. I well, yeah, that's obvious now, but it wasn't at the time. You know, I can't remember how I discovered it. <laughs> that's all I got. Huh? I, I really can't remember how I discovered it. I don't think I, you ever told me. I probably was typing in like whatever band I was listening to at the time, One Republic T-shirt or something, and then I just it probably popped up or something. Maybe, but. Anyway. Yeah, but you should definitely check it out if you haven't. Absolutely. Uh, to the listeners. I know you've checked it out plenty of times. I have. That's my number four. There's not much for me to add about Redbubble except that I you introduced it to me and I have gotten you bunches of things from it. And you might get some good ideas for other for other friends and stuff too. Because yeah. I mean, anything is on there. 
that's cool. So, and this is whenever I get stuck and I don't know, like for a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, and I don't know what to get somebody, I think about something that they like, a show or a game or something, and then I I go to Redbubble, and that's sort of yep. my la- like that's my like small like last resort gift. Right, and that's not of... not in a bad way. No, no, no. I'm just saying because I right. know that without a doubt I'll find something. Oh yeah. That's all. I'm, that's all I mean. So yeah, I get it. Anyway, I, I think it's great. It's a good. It's not on my list. You weren't. I bet you weren't expecting that one. I was not. I forgot about that. It was not on my list though. I'm but pretty proud of it, to be honest. It's re- it's really it's just because really it's good a one. unique one. It is really good. Okay, my number four. You ready? You ready for it? Oh yeah. It's Adobe. <laughs> uh, so you you're telling me? I think you mean the Creative Cloud. If I were to guess. Well, okay. Well, stop. Not Adobe.com. <laughs> stop talking ahead. It is the Creative Cloud. Does that count? <gasps> yes. It's an application. It's not really a website. Shh. Okay. I, th- I think I'm breaking the illusion of websites here. You're so. you're 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 not letting me give my number ones you're my, my number my top fives you're, you're right i'm sorry with all of mine. i'm sorry i'm going to probably cut this out in post <laughs> i really will so, my, go ahead. so adobe yes adobe.com actually is on my top five now i use the creative cloud application of it the most okay that is very true but adobe.com i visit more than you think okay so when i because I have, you know, my little photography business, which if you want to follow that, a little quick little plug, at Steph Nicole Photography on Instagram. Wink, wink. Yeah, wink, wink. Um, and I do a lot of editing. So I use Lightroom a lot, and I also use Photoshop occasionally. Um, and there have been, on occasions, there have been very challenging photos that I need to fix or correct or alter. And sometimes I, I know it's possible, but I just don't quite know how to do it. And so that's when you go to Google and then you type in what your problem is. And then it automatically, there's an adobe.com right there oh, solution for you. Oh, yeah. Look, you know what? I take back everything I said. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what? You're right. Adobe.com. So Use it. So take that. <laughs> there's their slogan. Adobe.com. Use it. Take it. Take that. So, yeah, so I love it because it helps me so much. And usually there's like, it's a very specific thing that I'm trying to do. And if I type it in and search for it, there's usually a very specific instruction how to do it. Right. Which is fantastic. Which is great because Adobe might be like the standard for video stuff, for photo stuff, but some of it is so unintuitive. It is, especially Photoshop. Photoshop is stupidly unintuitive. Adobe, if you're listening, Uh (laughs) get your crap together. I'm serious. I don't know why Photoshop, Lightroom's easy. These other programs, I think InDesign's pretty simple. I haven't done much besides Lightroom and Photoshop. I love, and I'm saying this as an Adobe Premiere lover, okay, as a video editor. I use Adobe Premiere for everything. But Photoshop, why are you so difficult? You're so difficult just to be difficult because you could easily... Simplify it. There's so many steps you got to do to do simple things. Sorry, yeah. rant over. No, no, well, that's fine. Um, People agree. I know they do. Yeah, I think they do too. So Adobe, I couldn't find, I tried to find some history about the website. I found 
history about Adobe the company, but like you said earlier, it's not about the company, it's about the website. So I don't have any specific history on the actual That's website, okay. but I can tell you a little bit about, because not every, not all of our listeners are going to know what Adobe Creative Cloud is, so I figured I'd go over a couple of tips on what it is and what it does. Okay. Um, so Adobe Creative Cloud is a section of Adobe because, you know, Adobe, they have like, all you know, that's that's like where you open PDFs in Adobe and stuff, you know, so that's separate than... That's Adobe Acrobat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's called. So that's like separate than the Creative Cloud. The Creative Cloud has like Photoshop and Lightroom and Premiere in it. So you can get packages. Um, so they also have Illustrator, um, InDesign. They Premier. have, yeah, so many things. And it's, a lot of it is, some of it's free. You can get like apps on your phone or your yeah. iPad that are free. And then sometimes you can even download, um, like for Illustrator and you can do a free trial and things like that, which is, which is great. So you just go to adobe.com and then there's Adobe Creative Cloud on the top. Um, but you, it's just these different programs that you can use. You can make logos. Like if you're starting your own business, like I used it for a lot for photography, obviously. And I had a friend who made me the logo, but if she, my logo, but if she didn't make that for me, I would have gone into like Illustrator and made it in Adobe. Yeah. But like you can make logos, you can make posters, you can do just really anything creatively, the digital art, things like that. So Yep. That's what Adobe is known for. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, um, I use that a lot and I like it. It's very helpful and it's very, the website and the instructions are very user friendly. Well, I, you know, and I, direct and clear, which I, I appreciate. Okay. I'm done now. You can okay. Speak. Now you're done. So <laughs> I'm glad you appreciate it. Um, yeah, I actually use adobe.com too for premiere stuff when I have a question about premiere. Okay. So see, so you I'll know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. You know what I mean? I do. You got me. I got you. We're going to be uh, switching gears though. A little bit with my number three. Okay, what what what, what are the by, gears? By switching gears, I mean what gear ratio? We're no longer we're no longer we in consumer shopping territory. We're out of there. We did Amazon. We did Redbubble. We're out. We're, okay, we're done there. Now we're more in the entertainment world. Okay. Okay. My number three. Do you have, well, I don't know if you. I don't want you to guess because <laughs> you're probably going to start knowing what we're talking about. My number three is a live streaming platform. Uh huh. With a purple logo. Uh-huh. With these two little dots uh-huh. and stuff. Uh-huh. Called Twitch. Mm-hmm. Okay? Twitch! What is there to know about Twitch? Well, all kinds of things are there to know about Twitch, <laughs> Steph. As you have guessed, like I said, you probably would have guessed this anyway. Um, so, Twitch is a live streaming service where you tune in. And you either live stream whatever you want to do and people watch, or you can be the one that watches. It's up to you. At, at its core, that's a very elementary way of describing it, but that's what it is, right? Well, you sometimes stream on Twitch. I do. And I you do. watch I, it all the time. Twitch.tv forward slash AP Duquette. Check it out. I do uh, gaming content. And that's what it's primarily known for is gaming. A lot of people do games. Um, at least I, that's how it, it kind of was in the early days. But now you can do everything. Uh there's people who do artwork. There's just kind of chatting. People do podcasts. In fact, I don't know if you remember this stuff. It's been so long ago. In our fact, first one? Our first episode was streamed on Twitch. I remember. So that's kind of a cool little anecdote. But yeah, it's uh, I love it so much. It's great for entertainment. I use it both as a creator and a consumer. What's your favorite thing to watch on Twitch? My favorite? 
thing to watch would just be gaming. I watch people okay. game. That, that's usually what I watch. Or... I only watch you. Well, what is the other thing that I like to watch on Twitch? Long... It's only on the weekends. Oh. They do reruns. Bob Ross. Bob Ross, man. I'm a big Bob Ross lover. And they always live stream reruns of his entire show, um, The Joy of Painting, on repeat on the weekends. So sometimes when I'm going to sleep, I'll prop up my iPad, turn on Twitch, and listen to that Bob Ross paint away. A little bit of this. Yeah, he puts you to sleep. Ah, beat the devil right out of it. <laughs> I love Bob Ross. So, uh, he but yeah, puts you right to sleep. It's great. He does put me to sleep. So thank you, Bob Ross. Twitch, this is from streamersplaybook.com. Twitch started in 2005, and it was called Justin TV. That's what it was originally called. Oh. Justin.tv. Yep. A streaming service created by founders Justin Can, Emmett Shear, Michael Siebel, and Kyle Vogt. Uh, the service was, in many ways, very similar to how Twitch functions today, just on a much smaller scale and not as focused on gaming, but rather in real-life content. Justin TV began with only a few people being able to broadcast, but later opened up to more people. Accounts on Justin TV were known as channels, and the platform allowed its users to live stream their content using a feature on the site called Broadcasts. Uh, 2.5 million separate viewers, this is from TwitchTracker.com, 2.5 million viewers watch Twitch every day. That's wow. a lot. In one day, 24-hour period, over 2.5 unique visitors go to that website each day. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Twitch got really big. But yeah, it's great. I just love it because it, one final thing I'll say too for those who are kind of involved in the internet communities like I am in some, it's a lot of people are very supportive on Twitch. Communities are usually very kind. There's toxic people everywhere, but at least from my experience, being in the chat or doing my thing and there's other people in my chat, it's always like just kind, chill people, which is really cool, so... Great way to connect. Well, that's that's good. See, I don't think I would have known about Twitch if it weren't for you. I was going to say, I don't think you knew about it at all, yeah. Or at least weren't familiar with it. I didn't know anything about it until you started streaming on it. And right. Then, and then I was like... Oh, and look how big this? it is. You didn't even know about it. No, I had no idea. Well, the yeah. only thing I watch on it is when you stream. Right. So. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. I always <laughs> get that view. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> There's always one view. It's There's always, always at least me. one viewer, and it's always Steph. It's always She's me. always watching. Sometimes I don't comment, so you don't think I'm watching. Oh, I believe but it. But I'm there. I actually know when you're there. I see your name. As a viewer? Yeah. Oh, really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gullible. Uh, yes, you Okay. <laughs> My number three. You know, it's funny that you... You're just like ahead of you're like ahead of the game on this 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 episode. You're like we're moving into the entertainment episode or the entertainment section now. Okay, so my, so are we so with you? My number three is, and you're gonna give me a hard time about this. I just feel it. I know it. It's Facebook slash Instagram. Why do you give me a hard time about that? Because it's two things. You know what? I'm gonna say no. Oh, I'm so shocked. You know why? Because face, because Instagram it's the is same Facebook thing now. It used to not be, but it is now. Well, for years, Facebook's owned Instagram. So yeah. So okay, good. Well, thank you for not giving me a hard time. I appreciate that. I would never give you a hard time. I never do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just <laughs> listen back about twenty minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so um, I say it's one of my favorites, 
it's kind of a hard one because I I never really post very much like personally on my personal accounts I don't really post much um but I I keep I use it to like keep up with people so I like things and heart things a lot and I comment on things like friends who post exciting news and whatnot and I keep up with people and I see pictures and stuff so I enjoy it for that I don't post a lot personally I just don't enjoy that sometimes I do but other times I just don't it's kind of it feels like what's my it's like it's my business but some people really like it which is totally fine and I enjoy seeing their stuff yeah <laughs> so keep posting um and my photography account on Instagram is a different story I've slacked off on posting on that a little bit just because it's been so busy lately um but I do try to post to that pretty consistently um and I do appreciate social media when it comes to like a business because you can yeah. really promote your business or your side hustle or your craft or your art or whatever on social media and it get a lot of visibility. Yeah. That's so, what it's all about these days. I think. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. So I'm on that a lot too. Like if I have a minute or I need downtime, it's kind of for me, it's like a mind numbing thing, right? Like if yeah. work is super, super busy and I've been busy for hours and hours and I have like a free five, like a, me- a meeting ended five minutes early. Like I might sit there and just look at Facebook for like five minutes just to like decompress or Instagram. Right. You know, just to be like, okay, let me just m- like mind numb a minute before my next, like go into the next thing. Sure. You know, it's like a mental break sometimes. And then other times I'm actually interested in like keeping up with people. And sometimes it's just nice to scroll and look at things. Yeah. So anyway, some history, just a little bit on Facebook. Everybody knows Mark Zuckerberg. Um, so social media started with, oh, and this is from medium.com. Um, so social media started with the facebook.com by Mark Zuckerberg and his friends at Harvard to connect students at the university. So it actually was first called FaceMash. Yeah, FaceMash uh, when he was at Harvard. Uh, but soon they dropped the from the Facebook facebook.com and it became facebook.com to connect not only Harvard University students, but all other students like Stanford. All other, yeah, yeah, that's all other students like Stanford. I don't know, the verbiage in this is a little strange. Uh, February 4th, 2004, Facebook was launched. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg at the time was 19 years old. He was um, a student at Harvard. He welcomed the users all around the globe to a website and it ended up making him more than $33 So they went public. So Facebook went public with the initial um, public offering on May 18th, 2012. That was a big deal Yeah. when Facebook went public. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yes, and I was not allowed to have one. In 2012? Really? It took a couple months for me to convince, do some convincing. You were a senior. I still, I know, still. No, I wasn't a senior. I was a junior. Oh, my gosh. I was a junior. I guess I wasn't that far. I mean, I got mine, well, I got mine freshman year. Which means you would have been, I guess, in eighth grade. Yeah, I wasn't on it in eighth grade. Wow. You know what? Maybe I had it when I was like a sophomore. I was about to say that 2012 was pretty late to get Facebook as as a young person. Maybe I was a sophomore when I got it, but it took some right. time to do some convincing. That's so. fair. Okay. Was that really quick? Was that due to the backlash of the MySpace era of like predators I and think so. strangers online I think and so. stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. Because it was sort of like a, the next a MySpace. 
kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's how it was viewed at first was the next MySpace. Like, this Facebook thing isn't cool because it's, you can't customize your profile like yeah. you can on MySpace. You like, can't what write, the heck? You can't write, co- write codes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Write codes. We'd all just copy and paste. <laughs> Nobody wrote. Um, okay, then, and one more quick little thing. Facebook bought Instagram in 2004, and uh, people can sign up. Doesn't mean 2014? Instagram didn't exist in 2004, I don't think. Yeah, 2014. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, it says 2004, but that doesn't make sense, so it's 2014. Right. So. They wouldn't have been able to afford to buy Instagram in 2004, even if it existed. No, because he didn't. Yeah. He. Uh oh. Is this our first time that we have a? I don't know about this website. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know about this. That's okay. But also, it says just an FYI that it shows this here. I'm gonna show you really quick. It shows the social media timeline on here, which who knows how accurate it is. But it does say that LinkedIn was the first website that was launched in 2003. So Facebook, uh, LinkedIn came out before Facebook. I believe that. I had no idea. I thought LinkedIn like took things from Facebook but made it more no, professionalism. LinkedIn, no, listen. LinkedIn became a Facebook because Facebook got popular. LinkedIn was out initially. I mean, it was strictly, First, yes. I didn't know that. It was strictly business. So you're, So that was my, my number three. So what's your number two? Uh, my... My number, well, I have some stuff to say about Facebook. Oh, I thought that was all you had. To, I guess you talked about LinkedIn. I just so. talked about LinkedIn. Yeah. My, uh, no, I think Facebook is a, Instagram's a solid choice. I'm surprised you think I think that's silly. It's not on my list, but it was, it's an honorable mention for sure. Uh, the reason why it's not now is just because, especially Facebook, I use it so rarely these days. However, it was going to make my list initially because for so long, it was so important in my internet career if you want to call it that right yeah i mean the connecting with people that's that part of facebook is still an amazing feature i can see what any of my family or friends are doing across the globe that's incredible i mean, I, th- I still think the initial point of facebook and instagram are both incredible yeah and i do use instagram quite a bit still so so i think it's solid my uh my number two mm-hmm. we're switching gears again here a little bit Okay, where are we going on our trip this time? Now we're going to the learning category. Okay. You know where I'm going with this, maybe. My number two is a little place I like to call Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia. What? Yes. I didn't know you loved Wikipedia. So much of the little random facts that I tell you, that usually originate from Wikipedia. There's a lot of those. There are. And guess what? They cite their sources and you can go look and make sure they're factual, which I do. But I start at Wikipedia because it's all one page. Or like one site, right? For everything. I, in fact, you know how like some people will go, okay, what is, how many, like what movies were so-and-so in? And you type in their name and then sometimes it'll take you to the Wikipedia page. Like. It usually takes me to like the I, I am. Okay, that's bad, bad, bad example. Um, what was, you know. What happened in World War II? You type that in. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. It, well, what yeah. I'll always do is I'll type in, instead of typing in what happened in World War II, I'll type in World War II Wikipedia. That's the first thing I want to go. I want to go there. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. It's, I didn't know that. I didn't know you had such a passion for it's, Wikipedia. It's on, it's on my bookmarks on my computer right now. It, it's, it's always been there. That's just where I go. And 
because it's easy. It's so easy to use, and you can just kind of like just lose track of time and just start searching because it's very easy for a lot of internal link clicking to happen. Yeah. So which is great though. You it's click helpful. that, and then you'll click on the next link. Like, oh, World War Two happened. Okay, great. And then you know they they this many people died in the war and then oh okay you click on that and then you get deeper into it i mean it's 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 really cool and that's how i got a lot of my random music knowledge just because i'd hop on wikipedia and just start reading i'd read and listen to music back in the day especially like in middle school early high school i loved wikipedia so oops i uh lost my notes here here we go wikipedia this is from I think it's from Wikipedia. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> um, except the last thing, actually, but I'll explain that in a second. So Wikipedia began with its first edit on January 15th, 2001. Oh, wow. Two days after the domain was registered by Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger. Its technological and conceptual underpinnings pr- predate this. The earliest known proposal for an online encyclopedia was made by Rick Gates in 1993. So it goes back even, which makes sense. The internet existed in 1993, just they probably didn't have the the know-how to, to make that happen yet. So there was an article, and this is actually, um, and where somebody asked a question, I because I was curious, I thought it'd be a fun thing to learn on the podcast. What was the first Wikipedia article? Ooh, that's right? a cool, yeah, that's a cool fact to know. Well, we won't know it because we can't find it, but he explains why. So uh, Jimmy Wales himself kind of explains why. But there is something that's still cool. There is still a first here. So he answered the question. He said, the short answer is that no one knows what the first article is. The long answer was outlined by somebody else on this page. In the early days, we used software that stored entries and text files. Deletion was accomplished by deleting the file, leaving no trace. That happened many times, so the very earliest edits certainly do not survive. We do know what the first words written in Wikipedia were, which was, hello world. And we know this because I wrote it myself. <laughs> Unfortunately, these edits were lost in the ensuing in, in days, so we have no actual record of it. So the first thing that he wrote on, because obviously the whole point of Wikipedia and the one defining factor that we didn't mention about this yet, is that it's open source. People can 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 put their own information in there if they right. want, right? Everybody can edit it, which is the one reason why it was so controversial for a while, because it was, is this really valid information they got people in there to correct information that's changed but how quick are they correcting it right that sort of thing um yeah that's uh that's wikipedia i love it i love the idea that anyone can go on there and and put make new pages and it's like everybody i know it may not be perfect but everybody's working together to create an online encyclopedia i think that's just a cool idea too i think that is really cool do you ever use it or just if you happen to go on it you go on so here's the thing I try to avoid it when I can. Yeah, because, <laughs> because because you probably don't want to take the time to see if the the, site, the the sources they cited are valid. Yeah, well, and I think I'm still like it was pounded in my head in in school when I would write papers and stuff. Like you cannot, you can't use Wikipedia. Can't oh, use oh yeah, Wikipedia. us too. Yeah, and, but and, it's but the information is actually very accurate, and that's just that that's a stigma. Yeah, that and that's fine, but I'm just saying it was pounded in my head so much that I still view it unintentionally that way. I understand. So, but I still do use Wikipedia. I mean, I do if if I want to know something and it doesn't matter what the source is, like it's just general information 
about. That's what I mean. Yeah. General information. Yeah. Then I then yeah, I use it. But I didn't know you were so passionate about the it. The only thing the only thing that you have to be wary about is when it gets into the the dirty details of stuff. Okay. You know, right? With, with Wikipedia, at least from my experience using it a lot, is that the general information is like 99.9% correct, if not 100% correct. In fact, sometimes if you cite academic sources, that's invalid information too. So Yeah. So there there are people checking stuff now. There always were, oh. like volunteers and stuff. Um, they use, in fact, if you've ever gone onto an article and changed it, you refresh the page and it's been moved back. Like it's very quick. It's not there very long, unless it's like a page that no one ever goes to. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's plus, like I said, Have you everything done that is. Yeah, I mean, I've played around with that before, yeah. <laughs> and I, but I put something stupid, right? Like other people would probably do too, but. Remember, you could, all the sources are cited, so you can check their sources to make sure. And that's what I would usually do, especially yeah. when I was actually doing research for something kind of important. So, and that's it's valid. That's smart. That's smart. Their sources are all there. That's why I, I am kind of an advocate for, like, it's okay to go to Wikipedia. You might have to check a source, but check it. And then yeah. you know, you know. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Because you can follow those sources to other things, too, so... Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a really good idea. Right. But don't get me wrong. I'm not... I get it. I don't think what you're saying is dumb or anything like that. It was it was ingrained in our heads, too, in school. Don't use Wikipedia. It's not valid. Mm-hmm. Right? That sort of thing. So, anyway, Wikipedia. I don't know. I, I That's pretty cool. I learned that about you today. You learned something today. Yeah, I did. Sometimes we learn here. Even though we've known each other for a long time now, we can still learn. Yeah, we can. So, okay. I haven't learned anything about you yet. Not today. <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, my number two is Amazon. Okay. So what's your story about Amazon? So actually, I want you, wh- where did you get your Amazon information from? Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I mm. have, it's funny that you say that because I have history.com, like the history channel. Okay. Dot com. And yours says, when did it say that they opened for business? 1994? It was founded, officially founded, in July 5th, 1994. Mine says, on July 16th, 1995, Amazon officially opens for business. Opens for business. This was founded. Okay, okay, okay. This was, like, the registered name for Amazon was in 94. Like, it was founded. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, later in mine, it does say, it says in 1994... They found it, Amazon. Right. So okay, good. Oh, you see, she was. You I see that, guys? You hear that? She was trying to get me on this, on this Wikipedia <laughs> crap. Come on, I just told you. I just wanted to make sure that your your information was accurate. Admit it. Admit that you were hoping I was wrong there. Admit I was. It. I was. You were. I was hoping, but you're not. You Wikipedia, not wrong. I got your back. <laughs> you were not wrong. I just blew a kiss to them. So Amazon, I, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said about Amazon. Mm-hmm. I love Amazon Prime. Fast shipping. You can get anything on it. Um, also, returns are super easy. And customer service is great. I also like that you have access to Prime Music and also Prime yeah. Video. So you get like streaming services with your Prime There's membership. value. Yeah. Which is not just for the shipping. Right. You actually get things. Other things. Access to stuff. Which is really cool. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of history. I know you read um, 
I'm trying to find a good a good section. Um, I will talk about Kindle since I talked about Barnes and Nobles earlier. So now I'll talk about this. In 2007, Amazon debuted its Kindle e-reader. Four years later, the company announced it was selling more e-books than print books. Also in 2011, Amazon's tablet computer, which is called the Kindle Fire, was released. Among a variety of other ventures, Amazon launched a cloud computing and video on-demand service in 2006, a studio that develops movies and TV series in 2010, and an online marketplace for fine art in 2013, which has featured original works by artists including Claude Monet and Norman Rockwell. Cool. Yeah, Amazon's become a very big thing. <laughs> I want to I want to read one more little section. Um because this is pretty cool information too. Additionally, Amazon has acquired a number of companies including Zappos and Whole Foods. In 2015, Amazon surpassed Walmart as the world's most valuable retailer. Wow. I know. What year is that? 2015. Wow. Uh, two decades after its founding in with Bezos, is that how you say his name? Yes. Still at the helm, Amazon's market value was $250 billion. In 2017, Bezos was named the richest man in the world. Um, and on July 5th, 2021, he stepped down as CEO of Amazon to focus on his aerospace company, Blue Origin. Yep. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't. Want to get people into space. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, that's really cool. Yeah, he's a pretty rich dude. Yeah, there's really nothing else to say. We all know Amazon. I know. We already, we already talked about it. But but that's my number two. And I will. I guess I need to clarify why it's my number two. Because I love it, but also like I'm on it a lot. Yeah. A lot of stuff that I get is from Amazon. Steph's a shopper. She likes to shop. Well. You do. You may not always buy, but you like to shop. You like to shop. Don't say you don't. Don't get defensive. I'm not getting defensive. You think defensive. I'm saying it negatively. No, I'm no. I'm saying compared to the average shopper, I think I, I shop less than average. But I shop holy cow that is incorrect no it's not yes uh, no it's why your voice gets so high <laughs> how many yes. times do you shop at any capacity besides groceries in a week every other week that is in that is untrue no it's not on the weekends you're always going somewhere to buy something groceries there's more than just groceries that you're buying okay then what would you like for me to say once a week i'd say once or twice a week okay once a week See, I kind of like you agree. You'll go, okay, once a week is fine. Like you just said every other week. Well, I don't usually buy. I usually sometimes uh, just, just buy groceries. See, this is the tea that people want to get into when we do this podcast. You know, like, what are they going to argue about? You know, <laughs> this is it right here. Well, yeah, we've had this conversation about shopping before. I'm also, I shop less than I should. You hate it. And that doesn't mean so that I do difference. it more than average. I'm I not... I do it less than average, honestly. Honestly, I do. Okay. We're getting <laughs> off on a tangent here. Let's get to my number one. Okay, yeah. What before, is, before everyone I, loses interest can here. Can I guess it? Just say it. No, I won't guess it. I, I'll let you do a big no, reveal. No, just say it. Because I think I know what it is. You know what it is. Just say it. It's YouTube. It is the beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> wonderful, never let you down, big old red button YouTube. I love YouTube. YouTube's been, I knew YouTube was my number one since the day I was born. I love YouTube. Now, let me explain why, okay? So Tell YouTube, us the story. YouTube's been around for a long time. In fact, it's been out since, uh, been around since 2005, if you can believe that. 
2005. Now, a lot of people, I think, who don't frequent YouTube, which is a very small amount of people, and I'll go over that stat in a second, think that YouTube is just, oh, you watch silly videos, you get off, you, you go home, right? That sort of thing. YouTube these days, though, has everything you want. Anything. YouTube is kind of like the red bubble when it comes to like finding your shirt, but of video making. Anything that you want is there. They have documentaries. They have long-form kind of essay videos about whatever topic you'd like. They have how-to videos. They got music videos, um, commentary about anything that you could want, original content, original shows. Origi- YouTube never ends, and it, it's incredible. And in fact, Steph knows this. Um, we joked on the podcast before about me not having any streaming services, and I mooch off her stuff, even mm, though yeah. um, jokes aside – if she would really were to sit down with you and talk to you, you know that 99% of what I watch is YouTube. That YouTube and Twitch. I really don't stream that much. But YouTube, oh my God, I can't pretend like I don't watch that because I am on there all the time. That is what I watch. When Steph's got her free time and she's watching Hulu, I'm probably watching YouTube. Why is that, Alex? Why? Well, it's the same thing as the Redbubble thing. It's exactly what I like to watch. It's there. A lot of shows I'm not really into. I'm sorry I, that I'm not, but YouTube, I can type in something about any character from that anime show that you're talking about, and I can find a video about that character and watch it. And you can get, your obviously, your subscriptions. You subscribe to people. And that's just one side of it. So that's my number one entertainment source is YouTube. But listen, baby, that's just one side because the other side is YouTube is a big part of my career. I make music videos on YouTube, right? A lot of these little podcast snort, snort, short <laughs> clip clips, little snippets go on YouTube from this show. Like, YouTube is a one-man show for me. I do it all on there. It's a big part of the reason why we're even here right now doing this show, actually, in general. Because I grew an audience on YouTube and who, who a lot of them listen to this podcast as well. So I'm so thankful for its existence. I mean, it's changed a lot over the years. We're not going to get into that. We'll keep it pretty vague because I've got my opinions on it as well. I, I, it's a love-hate thing with YouTube, of course, but mainly love, um, especially as a consumer. So, yeah, I mean, YouTube, Quick couple quick things. So this is from uh, Hootsuite.com. YouTube website for, okay, sharing videos. We know that. Um, it was registered on February 14th, 2005, excuse me, 2005 by Steve Chen, Chad Hurley, and Jod Karim, uh, three former employees of the American e-commerce company PayPal. So people who made PayPal made YouTube. Oh. They had the idea that ordinary people would enjoy sharing their quote-unquote home videos. The company is headquartered in San Bruno, California. That was from, sorry, that was from... Britacanica.com, I think is how you say it. Oh, yeah. I know that website. So that's where where that is from. So that's kind of the the original intent of YouTube, right? Little, just local, just home videos. Now it's much more professional than it's ever been. But in 2005, the American search engine company Google had launched a video service called Google Video, which, hey, who remembers that? Nobody. Google Video. But it failed to generate much traffic, and Google was prompted to purchase YouTube for $1.65 billion in stock in November 2006. That's a lot in 2006. $1.65 billion? 
and yeah. YouTube was still brand new. After an official launch on December 15th, 2005, YouTube... So this is in 2005. YouTube was receiving 2 million views per day. Twitch now is receiving 2 million views per day. Think about that for a second. Wow. Remember when you said, that's a lot for Twitch? Yeah. This was in 2005. YouTube is the world's second most visited website now, only behind the Google search engine itself. Really? Yes. With over 14 billion monthly visits, 14 billion monthly visits, YouTube clocks in as one of the internet's heaviest hitters right after its parent company, Google. YouTube also happens to be the third most popular search term on Google. That's from Hootsuite. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's a reason why I love it, and a lot of other people love it, too. Also, I don't have this stat on here, but it was from Hootsuite. 54% of their viewers are male. More males watch YouTube than females. Which is barely, it sounds like, 54. Well, it's funny because I know a lot more guys that watch you than girls do. Just in my life. Yeah. You're not an avid watcher. You'll watch things on there, but you don't watch YouTube like I do. No, I watch it for things, crafty things, or like how-to videos, or even knowledge, like learning. Sometimes I'll watch videos. Right. But but you don't. I like, don't like. Don't I don't su- lay there in bed and have it on my iPad and watch it. You don't it. subscribe to anybody. And like, okay, I got to watch a new video they put out today. No. Right. Anyway, I've said a lot about YouTube because I'm very passionate about it. But that's that's all I got. I figured YouTube would be your number one because it's very important to you. So I don't yeah, have a whole lot. I That's a lot of good knowledge. I didn't know a lot of those yeah. stats. Some of those I already knew. But yeah, YouTube basically, if I had to give it one sentence, YouTube is my Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, all in one. I go there. That's where I get my entertainment. I love the... On my TV. I watch it on my TV. I don't even watch it on the computer. I watch it on my TV, just like a normal service. Yeah. I know. I'm glad you enjoy that, even though you create a profiles on all mine. I do have profiles because if we want to watch I know, something. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoy YouTube so much. I have always found it helpful for how-to videos and, and things. There's been a couple people who I've followed over the years who I have gotten excited about their videos and stuff, but that's pretty rare. Yeah. So, but it just, it's just not, that's not like my thing. Like I prefer, you know, Netflix or Hulu or whatever. And that's okay. It's just a, just a a preference thing. But I do enjoy watching things on YouTube occasionally. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, but you always, I, I think it's fun because you always have something to introduce me to. So, like, sometimes I'll come over and you have something from YouTube on. Yeah, you've seen some of the people I and watch. And then we'll just sort of sit there and watch it. And it's, like, I enjoy it. It's fun. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like... Yeah, you've seen some of my favorites. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A new thing. Like, um... Well, you, I got you into Rhett and Link. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and the guy who takes apart, um, like, gaming consoles and cleans it and talks about them and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's a random one. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, there's yeah. a few of those that I watched. I can't remember which one I showed you, but probably LGR. I don't know, but right. I like that one. Yeah, so, that's cool. There's some stuff you showed me that I really did like. Cool. So, all right, do you have a guess for my number one? Oh, this is this does not compute. I think that's who you're thinking of. Oh, maybe. Anyway, shout out to all those I thought you were telling me that. No. I thought you were saying this does not This does compute. not compute. I was like, what, why are you a computer now? Your number one... I didn't think it would be your number one, but there's a website that I'm thinking of. Okay. 
Can I just guess it? Yeah, you can guess it. Is it Bratbox? No. I thought it'd be the Bratbox website because you go there a lot. At least you used to. No, it's not that one. Good guess though. Come on, give me that. It is a good guess. It I don't a have a, guess. I don't have another guess besides you that. You don't have another guess? Mm-mm. I'm very sh- surprised. I don't know what else it could be. You've. I don't know. Okay. Well, it is. Duh, duh, duh. Local eclectic. Oh, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> duh, man. Duh. You just sent me a link to something on there recently. Duh. That was a li- that was not to local eclectic. That was somewhere else. But looked like local eclectic. It, it was did. local eclectic. No, it was somewhere else. Oh, anyway, but but that's why I liked it because it looked like a local eclectic. Dang. So localeclectic.com is a jewelry website. So since you've talked about me shopping so much, let me go over my favorite jewelry place. So local eclectic, um, I'm going to read some of this is from their website and it's just about them. Um, so it's focuses on emerging designers, unique and accessible jewelry, women founded and it's women run. Um, so in 2013, Alexis Nito Russo launched local eclectic to share her favorite designers, one of a kind jewelry with the world today. Their goal remains the same to be the place to discover the most talented emerging jewelry designers from around the world. The brands they carry are 94% women founded and owned and 72% of them have five or fewer employees. So it's all very small businesses. Uh, In addition, um, they are also women founded and women run. They currently have 21 employees, 14 full-time and seven part-time. And they do all of their own photography. Small, wow. uh Uh-huh. And fulfillment and customer service in-house. And I'm going to read this one more little section Um, The designs they carry are the heart and soul of women artists spanning the globe as one of a kind selection of jewelry chosen with with our style, the consumer style in mind through cultivating personal relationships and collaborating on contemporary product trends with their designers. So they have a lot of collections. Um, They have a lot of just jewelry, too, um, that's made from different small businesses, but they're they also have collections like they have the solid gold like it's called family gold which is the solid gold pieces and they Mm -hmm. have different seasons so they just do different um i don't know how to say it besides seasons but just every couple of months they'll drop some new things from that that collection so and they just started a new one that's called like moon harvest and it's sort of about uh, it's, I mean, it's crystal, like crystal jewelry, a manifestation and things like that, which that's not what they're completely about or anything, but they have like some cr- crystally like necklaces or whatever, which are cute and, and the solid gold stuff. And then they had some, um, they have star Wars themed stuff. They have like a star Wars collection. They got um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's really great. Anyway, I love it very, very much. And if I could spend all of my money, it would be on that website. Yes, she's gotten herself some things. I've gotten you some things from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I really, love all of it. It's really cool website. It's easy to navigate. Um, I love that about it. <laughs> Is that all you have to say about it? It's yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some cute things on there. There's some cute floral things that I that I like on there. That I don't know. There, there's a lot of cool things. Yeah. But I love the aesthetic of the website. That's one thing I can really say. I love the aesthetic. I do too. Like the font, like the colors, the very light, not even pastel, just like very light pinks and 
gold tones and stuff. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, I like it. And I will say that like on Facebook and Instagram, I don't watch many stories, but anytime they have a story, I'll watch it. So, um, and they're doing this thing right now that I'm really excited about. It's in Chicago and they have little bracelets that are like welded on. Like they weld, weld it. They do like a little, like small little weld mm-hmm. and it's like a permanent bracelet. Now you can cut it off with scissors, but it's solid it's gold. It's welded onto you? On the chains are welded oh, together. Oh, so you're welding it onto yourself. No, together. Anyway, but they only have it in Chicago right now. So hopefully they're going to come to different cities. They asked where we wanted them to come and I, I put. I put Memphis in there, so we'll see if they actually do it. But they're going to have anklets um, coming soon, so I'm excited about that. I don't know. I I, I don't have the time or money right now to take a trip to Chicago to get it, but I really want it, so. Well, we could at least make the trip. That's an easy thing to do. Yeah. It's not too far from here. Well, time. But time. I get it. Time. Well, I will say you you are definitely... that. If there's one thing I know about you, that, that that makes sense why that's your number one. I'm I'm kind of upset that I didn't think about it. I just mm-hmm. totally forgot. I love what they stand for, and I also love their jewelry. I love their whole thing, their whole brand. I'm glad you do. I actually looked into what it would take to be like a photographer for them. That's cool. At one point, but there wasn't very much information on it because I thought that would be a lot of fun. I think have, you have to live there. They're so small, you'd have to reach out. Yeah, you'd have to live there. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I'll go there. I don't think I want to live in Chicago. It's a it's a big town and it's a big scary town, but I mean it's it's all right. Yeah. So anyway, but I I love I love their their brand and they're my number one. Well, I think that is a solid number one, Steph. I don't have much to say besides love the aesthetic, but so do you. Yeah, I do. Steph, wow, we went through we went through quite a bit. Yeah, oh, we quite did. Quite the roller coaster of an episode today. I feel like <laughs> yeah, at least it feels did. that way. But it is time to go now. Um, I'm pretty excited. Make sure you uh you, you follow us once again at, at the two piece pod on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what your top five uh, favorite websites are. We'd love to know. Please let yeah. us know. Teach teach us things. Teach us things. Let us know things. Were we were we wrong? Were we right? It's all opinion. So who cares? <laughs> um, but really, please follow Alex us. Alex does. Please rate if you can rate our show. Please rate it. Five stars yeah, would be great. Do. Like on Spotify, you can do that now. Most of our listeners are on Spotify, so. See, here you are out here begging for five stars. You got it. Hey, you got it. You got to play the game. You got to do the begging. Five stars would be great. Anyway, we're, we're digressing already. <laughs> Let's uh, draw from the hat, play the drum, drum roll, and we'll get the next episode. All right. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Shh. Shh. <laughs> Top five. Favorite drinks. Ooh. Oh, boy. I'm excited. I think I already know one of them that's on Steph's list. You do? I do. But we'll wait till next time. That's all for the Two Piece Podcast. We'll see you guys again next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.